Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, August 12th. We are learning our first bits of information of what the FBI actually seized from Mar-a-Lago 11 sets of classified documents according to some early reports. And Donald Trump trying to spin his way out of this with his version of, there's nothing to see here, folks. Ever since news first broke by the former president himself Monday night that FBI agents executed a search warrant and seized materials from Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate down in Florida, the question that hovered over this development was, what were they looking for? What did they take? What are they investigating? Throughout the week when we've talked about this topic, we've been clear to sort of note what we don't know. Well, the universe of what we don't know is shrinking, and the universe of what we do know is uh, starting to grow a bit. Today, at about the time we're recording this podcast, there were some late developments. We learned initially from the Wall Street Journal that the FBI had seized 11 sets of classified documents in that Monday execution of the search warrant uh, down in Mar-a-Lago. And then Politico got a look at the search warrant. And according to their reporting, the warrant shows, quote, federal law enforcement was investigating Trump for removal or destruction of records, obstruction of an investigation, and violating the Espionage Act. Now, Merrick Garland, the attorney general yesterday, made a very rare move to go out publicly and talk about an ongoing investigation. And in that statement, Attorney General Garland said that the Department of Justice was requesting that the court unseal the search warrant and property receipt, meaning the document that shows exactly what the FBI took with it, which, by the way, it also furnished to Donald Trump's counsel at the time of the search and seizure on Monday. Well, now we are learning as we are recording this podcast that Trump's legal team is following through what Trump said in his statement just before midnight last night, which was that he was not going to oppose the unsealing. And Trump's legal counsel had a 3 p.m. Eastern deadline today, and they apparently told the court that they are not opposed to the unsealing of the warrant and having it out there publicly. This is how we now know, because news organizations got a look at that warrant, about what the FBI was looking at, including potential violation of the Espionage Act by Donald Trump. There were days where only Donald Trump and his allies were talking about what they were describing as a raid and uh, totally inappropriate sort of persecution, uh, they said, of the former president. And Garland, in this rare move, yesterday stepped in to fill the void. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of the law, to due process of the law, and to the presumption of innocence. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. This is all I can say right now. Now, this raised a whole series of questions about sort of how sensitive 
was this material? And this was the debate going in. It's like, does the Attorney General of the United States and the head of the FBI sign off on this kind of search and seizure of a former president's home if it wasn't of the highest need? Now, with the Wall Street Journal reporting that 11 sets of classified documents were taken, some of which had to deal with the pardon of Roger Stone, Trump's forever political sort of consigliere, if you will. As you know, Roger Stone ultimately did get that Trump pardon, but there was some material related to that, apparently. And yet, Donald Trump has been putting out statement after statement. After the Wall Street Journal reported that 11 sets of classified documents were taken, Trump himself is saying everything was declassified, that there was nothing classified. As his spokesperson called it, that this search and seizure was, quote, unnecessary. Well, that remains to be seen, and obviously Donald Trump or his allies just saying so is not where this is going to end. But that's the argument that they're putting up right now. And he's trying to throw chum in the water by suggesting that Barack Obama took 33,000 documents, classified documents from his administration to Chicago, which the National Archives instantly put out and a statement debunking that, that that was totally not true, and that the records of the Obama administration are entirely within the control of the National Archives, exactly how it should be spelled out by the Presidential Records Act. So when Merrick Garland asked the court or announced that DOJ was going to ask the court to unseal the documents, it was sort of like the ball was back in Donald Trump's court. You know, are you still going to claim that you're being unduly persecuted and uh, try to, in some way, hide these documents from public view. Because by the way, Merrick Garland said he was only seeking to have these unsealed with the former president's consent. And he utilized the fact that the former president was the one that revealed the search and seizure publicly to begin with. And of course, that there is an intense public interest around this case. That is what prompted Garland to come out yesterday, and he sort of was calling Trump on his bluff. It's also worth noting that the other reason Garland went out publicly yesterday was to give a full vocal defense of the FBI and the Department of Justice, who have come under attack from Donald Trump and his allies for doing their jobs. And Merrick Garland said he simply was not going to stand for that. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. You know, it's worth noting the Republican reaction and what shifted and what hasn't shifted since Monday night when Trump made it publicly known that this search warrant was executed at his home. To a large extent, the Republican Party was unified with Trump here, sort of applying the pressure that Garland better explain exactly what DOJ was doing, that this was something to question and attack and to use for political advantage. And even some Republicans who were like, well, let's wait and see what exactly this is, quickly got on board with the notion that this was potential overreach from the government. Listen to Elise Stefanik. The Republican Congresswoman from New York, she is the chairwoman of the House Republican Conference, a member of House Republican leadership. Here's what she had to say. 
President Donald Trump is Joe Biden's most likeliest political opponent in 2024, and this is less than 100 days from critical midterm elections. The FBI raid of President Trump is a complete abuse and overreach of its authority. And that was before she'd even seen any of the documents that are now emerging, the warrant or uh, the property receipt of what they were actually seizing and what they were looking for. Now, it'll be interesting to pay close attention to see if Republicans start moderating their tone at all. We heard a little bit from Kevin McCarthy today. He still raised a ton of questions, but he no longer was uh, promising to investigate Merrick Garland if indeed Republicans take over uh, the House of Representatives in January for this matter. Listen carefully to see, especially if Republicans in leadership still start raising questions, but start softening their line of attack that this was somehow a totally inappropriate or untoward search. That may indicate where the politics of this may go, because it has energized the right, but it's also raising questions of if it's energizing the right in a responsible way or in a potentially dangerous way. Be sure to stick with CNN. Check out CNN.com all weekend long. Give a listen to the Five Things podcast for all the latest developments on this fast-moving story. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.